everybody, and welcome to this special series, Preventing Decline. I'm your host, Dr. Keith Darrow, neuroscientist and clinical audiologist, and pretty much obsessed with helping older adults to live their best life by preventing decline. Today, we have a very special guest with us, Dr. Norm Dawson. Dr. Dawson has quite an extensive history in healthcare, and I would like to say, and correct me if I'm wrong, Norm, but in the last 10 to 15 years, you've really focused on education, on community health, on understanding modifiable risk factors for preventing cognitive decline and dementia. So you are a perfect guest to be on this this limited series podcast, and I'm really excited to have you here. Right. I also, uh, I focus in on body health, and then I've realized that if we take good care of our body, it's going to take care of our brain. And then recently, I've been really focusing on good brain health. And that's, so to me, that's interesting. If you wouldn't mind, you know, what's the, the two-minute version of your journey? Because you started out as a chiropractor, which I think is, is really interesting. By the way, shout out to, to Parker University, which is where we actually have an affiliation with them. We do brain labs there through our big neuroscience boot camps where I'm trying to educate other healthcare providers so they can actually see the brain up close, so they can dissect it, they can understand the diseases of aging and how that impacts the brain. So uh, such a great program. And so tell us how you got from, you know, chiropractor to general, you know, health and wellness expert. Great question. In two minutes. Wow. That's a challenge. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, my wife and I have been involved in preventive, preventative health uh, way before we uh, got married. I mean, right after we got married, we started attending seminars so we could keep ourselves uh, healthy. And uh, I was just fascinated with it because my dad was a physician and he didn't use very many drugs as an osteopath. And I wanted to say, well, how, what can I, how can I take care of myself? And then eventually I got into the chiropractic and uh, realized, wow, this is all about, you know, doing it naturally without the drug, without the surgery, unless it's, of course, very important. And then uh, I just got on this journey about the brain health about five or six years ago when my audiologist introduced me to the uh, Lancet Commission and I've just been really focusing on natural health, natural ways, taking responsibility for our health. And uh, it just kind of all melded together there. Well, I think, so you just said the most important thing, which is taking responsibility for your health, right? Now, I think the common thought used to be that if you were to, you know, that that your age was sort of predetermined, right? That, that, you know, if you were going to live till 85, it was written in your genes. If you were going to get dementia, cognitive decline, it was written in your genes. And while some of that is true, there's so much we can do. There's so much that we can take responsibility for, and I'm using your words here, to prevent decline, to live a healthier, longer life, not to not prematurely pass away, to not prematurely become dependent on others. And I would love to know how you define taking responsibility and what that means. Well, I would begin with when I was 15 years old, I realized I had a hearing loss. I wasn't deaf, but it was a declining loss. And I finally told my dad, dad, 
I'm not going to go to school until you get a hearing aid called self-care. I became my own personal advocate. And then I realized, again, over time that taking responsibilities means to be educated, to ask the questions, to know that, you know, basic things like taking aspirin can really be, you know, harmful to your stomach. Uh, not just jumping to the doctor and go, hey, I need some antibiotics, but to learn how to eat properly, don't do the smoking, uh, do the uh, exercise that are necessary. Those are all personal responsibility things. Instead of running to the drug doctor to get drugs or surgery, find out what's out there that can take things naturally and, and take responsibility for ourselves. So I think, I think believe it or not, and, and I hope, you know, you may not even realize this because you just said at the age of 15, I noticed something was medically wrong and had to be fixed. I, I would I, the vast majority of people, although we all have our ailments and our sicknesses that we deal with throughout life. The vast majority of people seem to get to 55, 60 years old and not think too much about it. Right. We don't we don't even though we're supposed to go to the doctor every year. Not everybody does. It was supposed to go to the dentist every year. Right. There are things that we we sort of don't do while we're seemingly healthy, busy, working, raising a family. But then you realize around 55 or 60. Oh, crap. There's something I've got to do to get to 80, 90, 95, maybe even become one of the lucky few who make it to 100. So so where does somebody start on their journey? Where does somebody start on their journey? What I've noticed is that I'm talking to people around that age group you mentioned there, and they're starting to go, you know, I my, my parents or my uncle or somebody in my family has had dementia. Hmm. And I'm wondering, what should I do about that? How can I prevent that? What steps can I take right now? Because you know that it takes 15 to 20 years sometimes before it's even diagnosed. So that's that's how I discovered people start to take that step is when they start to think about somebody they know. I, You know, I can't, I, I do not want to brush over what you just said. So far, two of the most important things, right? Take responsibility for your health. Number two, the diseases of dementia develop 15 to 20 years before they become symptomatic, right? I want everybody to hear that and really understand. I'm going to say it a third time now. The diseases of dementia develop in your brain, in your body, 15 to 20 years before you start to become forgetful and symptomatic. Those 15 to 20 years are the most important years to intervene and change the trajectory, right? Four in 10 cases, that's 40% of all cases of dementia are considered preventable. So now let's talk about, you know, your specialty, what you talk about the most. What are some of the things that people can do to change the trajectory of their future and prevent decline? Great question. You're right about the 40%. Um, the the most significant first thing that I talk to people about initially is get your hearing checked. That's number just one. Just so people know, I didn't tell Dr. Dawson to say that. I didn't pay him to say <laughs> that as a hearing specialist. It is the truth. It's what's in the Lancet study. So go on, go on. Sorry sure. about that. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, by the way, uh, the viewers might want to know that I've got cochlear implants. And I am completely deaf. I've been okay. deaf, D-E-A-F, for 
uh, two thirds of my life for 50 years. So I understand the value of learning about hearing loss and any health issue. Mm -hmm. So getting back to the, uh, the question about the hearing loss and other things right up front, get your hearing checked, go to your audiologist. You can, most people can get a free hearing test. And there's also a cognitive test made by Cogniview. I'm sure you're familiar with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we perform cognitive screenings in our practice every day because we know Hearing loss significantly increases right. the risk of cognitive decline and dementia. Absolutely. I tell everybody, if you're going to go, when you go get your hearing tested, make sure they do cognitive screenings. Yes. Now, I go. To, I send all these people to my audiologist, so I don't do these myself, but I've experienced the cognitive. Now, the other most important thing I think people can do is to keep your brain engaged. Now, when I was deaf for 25 years, I had no auditory input from the age of 27 to 53. But what I did is I got involved with Toastmasters, which is public speaking. I had to write a speech every week. I learned American Sign Language. That's a language. So I could go to college and get all of my college education. I learned a new language called medical terminology. That's a whole brand new language, anatomy, physiology, pathology. I also learned when uh, the PCs first came out, I learned how to use computers, the operating systems, database management, word processing, um, those languages, those are all heavy duty languages. So it's important to not only learn and keep your brain active, but to be engaged with other people so that we're thinking, using critical thinking to process our daily activities. So I find that all those things together with getting a hearing check, keeping your brain engaged are super, super important. I just, I wanna, I wanna make sure that people understand this is not just Dr. Norm's opinion, this is everything you just said, right? To, to stay educated, lifelong learning is number two on the list of things you can do after hearing loss. So get your hearing checked, treat your hearing loss, number one. Number two, stay actively engaged in learning, right? Because that is so important. And, and now I don't want to misquote, but let's just say it's either four or five on the list, right? But social engagement is so critical to living the longest possible life. I mean, you and I know, right, if you look at blue zones where there are people that live to 100 plus, they say the most important factor for why these people live so long is social engagement. And, and you would agree that gets pretty difficult if you can't hear well and communicate well. Absolutely. And the nice thing about, I don't know if you want to go into this now or later, but the nice thing about getting the hearing checked is if you do have a hearing loss, a mild hearing loss, even a mild hearing loss, you're twice as likely to get uh, develop cognitive decline. Moderate is three times, uh, profound to severe is four times. But the nice thing about getting a hearing aid that you do two things. One is, and Keith, you know this is that not only does it allow people to be engaged in their society and their environment, but it starts to re-engage the auditory cortex. We start to lose function and cognition in that part of the brain. Put the hearing aid on, we start to get that back. And then we are engaged with people. We get a double whammy when we get the hearing replaced. I love it. Replaced I, love or, it. Or I love it. I, I, you can start giving my lectures. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, there are just so many benefits to treating hearing loss. But, I, you know, I, 
as important as that is, I want to talk about some of the other, I know one of the things that you talk about is, is nutrition, right? Because that's another one of those, I consider it the low hanging fruit of how to change the trajectory of your life and prevent decline. So let's talk a little bit about gut health and what that means, because that, that seems to have a varying definition depending on who you speak to. Boy, that's a great topic. And that's what I love to talk about. In addition to the decline thing is that um, about 20 some odd years ago, when I was still a chiropractor, I I ran across some really fascinating uh, science that said that uh, whenever we're traumatized, whether it's environmental toxins or injured in a whiplash injury, as I'm a chiropractor, is that the, the all the nutrition gets sucked up in trying to heal the body. Mm. And then I realized that there are a number of diseases, degenerative diseases, such as cancer, diabetes, strokes, uh, arthritis, cognitive decline, lung conditions. All of these are called degenerative conditions, and they are all easily preventable, mostly, or you know, mostly preventable, because it all had to do with uh, oxidation. Mm. And oxidation is an important part of understanding the nutrition, is that when we have proper nutrition, eating right, avoiding the wrong stuff, but getting the micronutrition, the micronutrition uh, helps to reduce the risk of these degenerative diseases. Then I discovered there's a connection. Hey, guess what? If our bodies are degenerating, our brains are too. So I really stress the importance of high quality micronutrition to uh, to take care of that oxidation because the brain gets oxidized. And another way to look at oxidation is inflammation. So if the cells are being inflamed, or oxidized, then they are not able to do what they need to do. And other things happen in physiology, pathology happens after that. Yeah, I, th- I think the simplest way to think about it is life puts, a, we always, right, what do we say? Life is pretty stressful. Well, guess what? Your body actually has a physiological response to all of the stresses in our life. It's called oxidative stress. And that is part of that aging process that that essentially kills cells, kills nerves. And, and in response, the body will start to shut down. And that's how we get to the end, right? Um, so it's really important to ensure proper gut health, to ensure that you have proper micronutrients, to ensure that if you are missing certain nutrients, be it, you know, we know a lot of vegetarians and vegans have a pretty low supply of vitamin B. Well, vitamin B is crucial for cognition and for so many other bodily functions. Um, And so how are you, how are you incorporating this into your community health education? Well, I find out, I, I do a discovery with every client. Every, okay. I don't have patients now because I'm retired. I can't say patient. But fair enough, client. That's fair. <laughs> but I do a discovery and find out, you know, basic information. So what's going on with your body? How are you feeling? And then I get into usually there's a little bit of a gut issue, a health issue, digestive issue, a bowel movement issue. And then I start to inquire, well, what are you doing uh, other than not eating properly? But if you even if you're eating right. Uh, if you don't have adequate gut health, then your body is not able to absorb the nutrients you do get. And when the gut gets out of whack and, and doesn't protect the, uh, the membranes in the, the gut, because the, uh, the gut lining is one cell thick, as you know, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, when that, when that gut gets inflamed and it doesn't have the right nutrients, then guess what? The, the, the food 
that's not digested or the uh, stress factors or the other elements that are in our gut, they will get through the gut, get into the body and start to inflame the whole body in a sub-inflammatory way. So uh, I recommend that people take very high quality uh, probiotics and prebiotics. As you know, prebiotics are, are the food for probiotics. Fiber is an excellent way to uh, supply the gut with prebiotics. Not only does it supply the probiotics with food and energy, but the fiber itself helps, acts like a brittle pad. It kind of cleans out the gut so that it keeps things moving. So, so in order so to, to be really healthy, this, and, uh, go ahead. No, I just, I, I'm what I, one thing I, I have yet to ask, and I hope it's okay, right? So, you know that the goal at preventing decline is to make sure that there's proper nutrition, that people are educated, whether it be through cookbooks or preventing decline book. What's a way that people can reach out to Dr. Norm and say, hey, I would love to maybe be a client. I'd love to learn more about your services because preventing decline is, is intended to be a resource for older adults. And you would be an excellent resource for people who, who are looking to prevent decline. Well, the best way to get a hold of me is uh, contact me on my email, drnorm at gmail.com. That's D-R-N-O-R-M at gmail.com. And we can set up an opportunity to, to do a Zoom call and, and I'll do a free uh, consultation and see, see what's going on. Well, that's excellent. I mean, I think that's a great, that's a great first thing, right? We were saying before that sometimes, you know, people don't know what the first step is. And so they keep putting it off, or maybe they go out one week and buy some extra spinach, right? But that's not really the answer. You need a thorough consultation. I would absolutely recommend drnorm at gmail.com. Did I say it right? You did. <laughs> reach out to understand how you can learn from Dr. Norm. Go to preventingdecline.com. There's always new information, whether it be resources, books, white papers. There's all sorts of great stuff on there for you to educate you and your loved ones on how to prevent decline. Uh, Dr. Norm, before we go, you got any, any last minute advice for all the listeners out there? Well, yes, I recommend that you do annual physicals. I, I get a hearing check. Every year, I had my last check, and it was 96% in the right ear and 96% in the left ear with a cochlear implant in a soundproof boot with one-syllable words. When I talked to my audiologist, she said, wow, this is great. You're an outlier. This is not normal. I said, yeah, well, you know, I take good care of my health. I went to see my uh, uh, eye doctor also annually. She looked at my eyes, and she said, when she finished the report, she said, this is really impressive. I said, what do you mean? She said, well, your cornea and your uh, retina, they're in really good health. As a matter of fact, we're going to be, be able to give you a glasses prescription of 2015, which is not normal for somebody your age. It should be 2025 or higher. Now, but I have a little bit of astigmatism, so I have to wear glasses. Then I went to my primary care physician, got my blood work up, and he says, Wow, Norm, your cholesterol is coming down every year. Your kidneys and your liver function are great. You know what? You are getting younger every year. <laughs> I love that. So get your in your physicals. No, seriously, people take that for granted. Dare I say, some people think of it as an annoyance. <laughs> but yeah. really, I mean, there is your story exemplifies what the data tells us that a simple, quick, very painless annual visit 
to your medical specialists prevents decline. It's that simple. Dr. Norm, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for all you do to educate the masses and to help people to live their best and longest life. Thank you for having me on your show. And uh, anytime you need to revisit, I'd be happy to to work with you. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. You'll you'll be back. If you go to Parker sometime, let me know. I'd love to join you and do a co-presentation. Oh, that's it. That is excellent. That is it. We're going to make that happen at next year's neuroscience boot camp. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dr. Norm. Have a great day. Have a good uh, day too, yourself, Dr. Darrell.